Blog Talk Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Islam for Mankind. And we apologize for the delay as the show was supposed to start at 1 o'clock, but we had some technical difficulties, and we apologize for that. And it's a pleasure being with you uh, as uh, this is our first episode here in uh, on the blog uh, talk radio life on the air. Uh, after the uh, show was on the air on La Primera, 1220 for about nine years, but for some unforeseen circumstances, we had to move to this uh, platform, and uh, we're happy to be with you. Islam for Mankind is a show that speaks about matters of religion, especially the Islamic perspective of things. And I'll start by saying, Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'idhu wa nasta'afiru, من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله تعالى فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد uh, Our dear listeners uh, We will discuss uh, with you today uh, a tremendous story from the Book of Allah, from the Qur'an, the glorious Qur'an. It's uh, one of those stories that uh, all the people of the Book, all the people of the Scriptures do know about and heard about. And uh, a lot of our friends uh, from the Christians and the Jews, they grew up hearing uh, this particular story. It is a story that we learned so much from. It is full of wisdom, full of benefit, and full of uh, uh, learning for uh, first of all the, all the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all the followers of the messengers and by the way you can contact us if you'd like to uh, participate in the show uh, by dialing 646 area code 668-2394 again it is 646-668-2394 we would love to speak to you and hear your uh, your thoughts. Or if you have any questions, that would be great as well. Inshallah ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, and this is Surah uh, Hud, which is chapter number 11, and the ayah from 120 to 123. <laughs> بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وكل نقص عليك من أنباء الرسل ما نثبت به فؤادك وجاءك في هذه الحق وموعظة وذكرى للمؤمنين وَقُلْ لِلَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ اعْمَلُوا عَلَى مَكَانَتِكُمْ إِنَّا عَامِلُونَ وَانْتَظِرُوا إِنَّا مُنْتَظِرُونَ وَلِلَّهِ غَيْبُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَإِلَيْهِ يُرْجَعُ الْأَمْرُ كُلُّهِ فاعبده وتوكل عليه وما ربك بغافل عما تعملون. Translation. And each story we relate to you from the news of the messengers. Uh, obviously, the Almighty, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, is speaking to his final messenger, Muhammad. Peace be upon him. He said, and each story we relate to you from the news of the messengers is that by which we make firm your heart. And there has come to you in this the truth and instructions and a reminder for the believers. And say to those who do not believe, work according to your position. Indeed, we are, uh, we are working. And wait, indeed, we are waiting. And to Allah belongs the unseen aspect of the heavens and the earth. And to him will be returned the matter, all the matters are returned to him. Uh, uh, so worship him and rely on him. And your Lord is not unaware of that which you do. 
He's aware of every single thing that we do. Today we will speak about one of the prophets and the messengers of Allah. Uh, he's by the name of, in the Arabic language, Yunus ibn Matta. Yunus ibn Matta. He's from the descendants of Jacob, Yaqub, alayhi salam. Allah mentioned him by name in the Quran four times, and he mentioned him by his description or nickname twice. He is known by the Christians as Jonah, and the Jews call him either Yonah or Yunan bin Amittai. Yunan bin Amittai, and in Arabic is Yunus ibn Matta. This noble man uh, was also called in the Quran Zunun, Zunun, or Sahibul Hut. Meaning, it means the man of the fish, the man of the fish. He was sent to a people uh, of a town called Nainawa, a city of over a hundred thousand, over a hundred thousand people in the province of Al-Mosul. It's called Mosul today. It's in the country of Iraq today. And it was said that uh, this, this, is, this was the civilization of the Assyrians, Al-Ashuriyun, was a very, very powerful but oppressive civilization. Uh, the inhabitants of the city were people of Shirk and Kufr. Shirk is ascribing partners with the Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Kufr are people of disbelief. They do not believe in the creator of the heavens and the earth, or they know the truth and they cover it. They know the truth and they cover it. This is one of the meanings of the word kufr. They, oh, they were people that attributed other, others with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in worship. They, uh, they practiced polytheism. They did not worship the one true God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. They denied his worship subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their response to the call of Jonah, Yunus, was a typical one of all the oppressors and the transgressors all throughout history. They had the same response whenever their prophet or their messenger comes to them and he calls them to the truth. He calls them to the worship of the Almighty. He calls them to the worship of the creator of the heavens and the earth. They all had the same kind of response. The same response. They, uh, the same response that all the people of Kufr and arrogance had to their prophets and their messengers all throughout history. Uh, they will tell, they will say things like, "This is what we found our fathers doing and our forefathers doing. We will do the same. Our way is the ideal way. Our religion is the best religion. You are nothing but a fool. You're nothing but a sorcerer. You're nothing but but a a, a liar, and so on and so forth." They all had these prepackaged answers that they all gave to their prophets and their messengers as the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran. Uh, another surah that comes to us, Allah Azza wa Jalla, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَذَلِكَ مَا أَتَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا قَالُوا Subhanallah, the same, as I say, the same message that keeps repeating itself, that, that this prepackaged message or, or, or response that uh, that these people had to their prophets, and this is in Surat Al-Dariyat, uh, which is chapter number uh, 51, these, uh, the, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and this, the ayah is ayah number 52 and 53, he said, similarly, there came not to those before them any messengers, except that they said a sorcerer or a madman. And any messenger comes to them, they don't like what he's saying. They will call him a sorcerer. 
they will call him a madman. And subhanAllah, they, uh, Allah Ta'ala asked ask, ask the question, did they suggest it to them? Was it suggested to them? Rather, they themselves are a transgressing people. They are nothing but transgressors. So Yunus, alayhi salam, Jonah, peace be upon him. After 33 years, according to some narrations, 33 years of calling these people to Allah, of calling them to the straight path, of calling them to the worship of the creator of the heavens and the earth, they and giving them advice and trying to get them to come back to their senses, they would not listen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to give them an ultimatum. And this is, this is a pattern that took place many times in history. Allah will send a messenger. The messenger will spend a long period of time preaching to these people. And after Allah sees that they still refuse to believe, what happens? He gives them an ultimatum. Allah gives them an ultimatum, and that's exactly what happened. The Almighty told his messenger, Yunus, Jonah, to give these people an ultimatum because they refused to believe. So the ultimatum comes here uh, that, they, that they have three days. They have three days uh, either to believe, adhere, and follow, or they will be destroyed. They will be annihilated. The punishment of Allah was going to come down on them as it, as it did on the ones that came before them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذُكِّرَ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِ ثُمَّ أَعْرَضَ عَنْهَا إِنَّا مِنَ الْمُجْرِمِينَ مُنْتَقِمُونَ this is in Surah As-Sajda. This is the Surah number 32. And the ayah is 21 and 22. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And we will surely let them taste the nearer punishment. Nearer punishment meaning the smaller punishment. The punishment in, in the life of this world. Let them taste that first. Huh? Subhanallah. This is something that Allah did quite often with with many nations, with many people. Uh, he let them taste a, a preview, the smaller punishment. He let them uh, uh, taste the smaller punishment uh, to push them to reconsider, to push them to come back. And when they don't, the bigger punishment befalls them. So Allah says in Surah Al-Sajda, number 32, 21 and 22, and we will surely let them taste the near punishment short of the greater punishment that perhaps and perchance they will repent. And who is more unjust than the one who is reminded of the verses of, the, of his Lord that he turns away from them? Indeed, we from the criminals will take retributions. So either, either you believe in Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, or the punishment that befell the transgressing nations before you will come down on you. That was the ultimatum that Yunus gave his people. In spite of that, they still refused. They refused to believe. They said, do your worst, Jonah. Do your worst, Yunus. Bring it on. We will never believe in you as we think that you are a liar. And at that point, Yunus got angry. He got angry with them, and he lost all hope in their guidance. And he was really upset for what awaited them from uh, the punishment and the torment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He decided to leave. He decided to leave, and he thought that was, uh, uh, it was time for him to go and give da'wah to other people. As, as this, these, these people would never believe. He lost all hope in, their, uh, in them believing 
and he knew that they would be doomed. They had only three days to live, three days before the punishment wall, before them. Little did he know that that was a big mistake. As a messenger of Allah, could not just up and leave without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prophets and messengers, whatever they do is done with the permission of Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Yunus, Jonah, alayhi salam, peace be upon him, had to be more patient. Patience, patience, as, as you know, is a virtue that all of the prophets and the messengers of Allah should have an abundance of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Fasbir lihukmi rabbika wa la takun kasahibil hud. إذ نادى وهو مكلوم لولا أن تداركه نعمة من ربه لنبذ بالعراء وهو مذموم فاجتباه ربه فاجتباه ربه فجعله من الصالحين Allah said, Surah number 68, the ayah number 48, 49, and 50. Uh, this is Surah Al-Qalam, the pen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, then be patient for the decision of your Lord, O Muhammad, and do not be like the companion of the fish, as I told you before. The Almighty referred to Yunus Jonah by his name, and sometimes and sometimes he called him by this nickname that he got because of the incident that he had, the companion of the fish. He said, do not be like the companion of the fish when he called out while he, he, while he was distressed. If, not, if it was not for the favor from your Lord, the favor of your Lord that overtook him, he would have been thrown into a empty, uh, the empty shore while he was censored humiliated and his Lord chose him instead and made him from the righteous and subhanallah uh, the, the story of uh, of Yunus comes in many places in the Quran but uh, one, the one that described what, uh, what, what took place and what happened to him uh, comes to us uh, comes to us in the Quran in, uh, in, in Surah Al-Safat and also in Surah Al-Anbiya Al-Anbiya is, uh, is Surah number uh, Surah number 21 and the uh, ayah is, uh, is 87 Allah Ta'ala says Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Will not be able to handle him. Will not uh, 
uh, does not measure up, something like that. And uh, subhanAllah, a lot of Arabic-speaking people think that that's what Yunus thinks, thinks that Allah will not be able to handle him, will not be able to, uh, uh, to measure up. But this is not, this is, could, could not be uh, farther from the truth as, uh, subhanAllah, this word, means that it comes from, not, not Al-Qudra, Al-Qadr, Al-Qadr, meaning that, يعني, 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 that we would not make things difficult for him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said and mentioned the man of the fish when he went off in anger and thought that we would not decree anything upon him, meaning decree something that he would not be, uh, that would be uh, displeasing to him, difficult for him. Uh, meaning that he thought that he would not be reprimanded from, for that mistake that he made that we would not make things difficult for him. We, he thought that we would not put him in a tight situation. It is important to mention that Yunus, as it is the case for all the prophets and the messengers of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, they do not, they not get angry for their own sake. They don't take it personal. They don't have an ego. They, uh, they, if they get angry, they get angry for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what happened here with Yunus alayhi salam. He got angry for the sake of Allah, not because of something personal, but because these people would not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what he did, he got on a ship that was loaded with people of merchandise to cross, to, to cross the sea to go somewhere else. Then the trouble started. A big storm came uh, at night, according to one of the narrations, and the sea became dangerous, dangerously rough to the point that the whole ship was going to be destroyed. The people in charge knew that uh, uh, they had to get rid of some of the merchandise, which they did, and they realized that they also had to get rid of some people, which they started doing. And the way they did it, the way they did that, subhanAllah, is that it, uh, they, uh, they had to draw straws. And whenever his straw comes up, he has to be thrown uh, overboard. And by the way, I have to mention that in another narration, it was said that they were made, a re- mm-hmm. uh, they were made aware by way of inspiration. The same way that the mother of Musa, said, uh, Moses, was made aware to nurse him and to put him in the chest and to cast him in the Nile, uh, uh, they were they were they were inspired that, uh, or they were made aware that the sea was rough because of a sinner that is on board or a slave that ran away from his master. So they started drawing straws, and if anyone's straw is up, he had to to either jump overboard by himself or that he will be thrown overboard. And imagine what a tough situation it was. So a few people were thrown overboard, and they kept drawing until the straw of Yunus, Jonah, peace be upon him, came up. And when it did, they felt bad about it. They said, this is a righteous man. This is a good man. We should not harm him. Let's try again. So they tried again, and this, it was the same result. They, did try, they tried a third time. And it was the same result, and it became clear to them and to him that this was the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he went overboard, either on his own or he he was thrown. In Surah Al-Safat, from 139 to 141, إذ أبق إلى الفلك المشحون فساهم فكان من المدحضين Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that indeed Yunus, Jonah is among the messengers mentioned when he ran away to the ship ship that was full and he drew lots and he was among the losers 
And the word that was translated into right away here from the Arabic language is actually abaqa. Abaqa, that means a slave that disobeyed his master or left without permission. And this was the case. He is the slave of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his master. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give him permission to leave and he left. And that's why he was being he was being reprimanded and, and punished. So he drew lots. He, they, they drew uh, straws. And he lost. Meaning that he... Uh, his straw was up. And as a result of that, Allah ta'ala said, فَكَالَ مِنَ الْمُدْحَ الْحَضِينَ comes from Dahab. And Dahab is to slip. Uh, to slip and fall. To lose your footing. And that's exactly what happened. He had to lose his footing off the ship, or he had to walk the plank, as they say. So I should mention also that there's another narration that suggests that it was not a storm, but rather it was a that the ship was being attacked by a tremendous predatory fish. I wouldn't say whales because whales in general are pretty docile; they don't attack people. But these are uh, this, are, uh, this is something that existed thousands of years ago, a uh, predatory fish that was huge, and they con- it was common that these fish, uh, uh, they attacked ships to try to prey on the people that, that were on them. So the, they drew lots, and whoever lost was thrown overboard as food for the, the, for the huge fish, basically sacrificing a few people to save hundreds. So Yunus was swallowed whole by the giant fish. And uh, while everyone was looking, and subhanAllah, as soon as it did, the sea calmed down. Allah Ta'ala says in uh, Ayah 142, Allah Ta'ala says that then the fish swallowed him while he was blameworthy. The scholars of tafsir, scholars that explain the Qur'an say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the fish uh, that I did not send Yunus to you as food, but I sent you to him as a test and as a guardian and a protector for him. So do not scratch his skin, do not rip his flesh, and do not break any bones. Yunus found himself in complete darkness and the first thing, at first he thought that he was dead, but he realized that he could move his hands and feet, and he could stand, so he immediately went down in sujood. He prostrated himself to give thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he said, Oh Allah, I will make, I made, I made sujood to you, and I worshipped you in a place that no man has worshipped you before. Subhanallah, difference there are, there are different narrations that speak about the period that he stayed in the belly of the fish. Some of them say it was one day, some say it's three days, some say it's 40 days. But anyone that tells you that he knows for sure has no proof. So he remained for the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for him until he made a supplication that, made, that, was, that became a sunnah, a way for the believers, all the believers that came after him a supplication that is specific for this situation, a supplication that came to be known as du'a ul-kam, the supplication of distress. In ayah 87, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذَنُّونِ إِذَّنَبَ مُغَاضِبًا فَظَنَّ أَلَّنَّ قُدِرَ عَلَيْهِ فَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ فَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ أَلَّا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ سُبْحَانَكَ سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah said that mention, the, the translation of the meaning, and mentioned the man of the fish. And he went off in anger and thought that we would not decree anything upon him. And he called out within the darknesses, there is no deity except you. Exalted are you. Indeed, I have been from the wrongdoers.
the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Oh Allah, there is a voice of supplication that we are used to hearing on a daily basis, but it comes from a very, very strange place. Allah said, And he called out within the darknesses, and Allah used the plural. And as you know, in the Arabic language, there is singular, and there is dual, and then there is plural. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used plural. Plural is three and up in the Arabic language. And uh, that's why it was translated in the Quran, in the Quran translation as darknesses. The scholars say three darknesses. He was in three darknesses. The darkness of the inside of the belly of the fish, and the darkness of the bottom of the sea, and the darkness of the night. SubhanAllah. It takes a messenger of Allah with strong iman, strong connection and reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to survive such an ordeal and not die out of sheer fright. So what did the supplication do for him? You might ask. Allah Azza wa Jal, ayah 88, وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِي الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِي الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah Ta'ala said, so we responded to him, we saved him from the distress, and thus do we save the believers. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala says, فَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ فَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطْنِهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Allah says that had he not been from those who exalt Allah, he would have remained inside the belly until the day they are resurrected. So the scholars say in explaining this ayah that if he was not a person, Yunus, Jonah, peace be upon him, if he was not a person that spent the majority of his time exalting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before this incident, meaning that he constantly worshipped the Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth, before this incident, if he was not for that, Allah would have kept him in the belly of the fish till the day of resurrection. And uh, hadith that was collected by Tirmidhi on the authority of Al-Hakim, uh, or Tirmidhi and Al-Hakim on the authority of Abu Huraira, rather, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, whoever is pleased that Allah would answer his supplication in the time of hardship, let him multiply his supplication in the time of ease. So when you have it easy, things are good, things are peachy, you have no problems, multiply the supplication to Allah. Worship your, uh, the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala, as much as you can. Because uh, when things go south, things go wrong, you will find that He uh, he will be there for you because of that. Another hadith that was collected in Sahih al-Jami'ah, on the authority of Abu Huraira, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, get to know Allah in the time of ease by constantly making supplication to Him. He will know you in the time of hardship. And the second opinion of the scholars is that it is uh, because of that powerful supplication. It is a powerful supplication that made him, made that, uh, made it so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him from the ordeal that he was in. And both opinions are correct and they complement each other. Because you can take the case of Fir'aun, the Pharaoh. He tried the same thing when he was drowning. He proclaimed his faith, but it did not do him any good because of his history of oppression and transgression. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in in the Surah Al-Safat, Ayah 146, فَنَبَذْنَاهُ بِالْعَرَاءِ وَهُوَ سَقِيمٌ وَأَنْبَتْنَا عَلَيْهِ شَجَرَةً مِنْ يَقْطِينٌ 
uh, Allah Ta'ala says, but Allah threw him onto an open shore while he was ill. And he, and we caused to grow over him a gourd vine, a gourd vine. So the, after the supplication, uh, the supplication was accepted, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala saved him. He put him in a land that is completely empty for him to heal as he was ill and weak which proves that he was in there for a while. He was at the belly of the fish for a while. Allah made a vine of yaqatheen grow over him. And according to the scholars, yaqatheen is either pumpkin or zucchini or squash, but most likely and most accurately, it is the uh, bottle gourd, that green, a uh, beautiful vegetable that looks like a bottle. It is a tree or a vine with very big leaves for shade, especially back then. It was a vegetable that could be eaten cooked or raw so that he could regain his strength. And since uh, his skin was probably affected by the natural acids in the belly of the fish, it needed to heal. And uh, yakati, the uh, gourd, or the bottle gourd, uh, the, the vine of it repels flies and insects. There was a study made also uh, about the, the, the gourd, uh, and some of the, some of the, this, is, this is some of the, what the study, what the study said, uh, number one, that the, this particular vegetable uh, is full of antioxidants, it's full of iron, potassium, vitamin C, many other crucial components for a recovery person. The study uh, showed, among many other things, that uh, this particular vegetable keeps uh, the heart healthy, it reduces inflammation in the liver. It replenishes lots of water content, and it does wonders for having a healthy skin or healing the skin. And as I told you, it was inside the belly of a, a fish, and there's natural acids probably affected his skin. So this uh, bottle gourd will help him uh, heal very quickly. It has many, many benefits. And this is the wisdom and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he provided everything that Yunus needed to heal and everything he needed to regain his strength uh, in all of that in one plant. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. After he regained his health, the order came to Yunus to go back to his people. So he started thinking to himself, go back where? Go back to who? His people were given a three-day ultimatum, and they still refused to believe they must be destroyed by now. But he had learned from his ordeal, since it is the order of Allah that he should fulfill it and not ask any questions. So he made his journey back. Uh, he arrives there, and he's expected to find complete ruins. But to his surprise, the city was intact, and he was full of people. Not only that, the people of the city came to receive him and to welcome him to his amazement. The people that he thought would never believe, uh, would never worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, had all, had all believed in, and adhered, all 120,000 of them, which goes to show you that the hearts uh, are, all of the hearts are in the hands of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, that true guidance belongs to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَرْسَلْنَاهُ إِلَى مِئَةِ أَلْفٍ أَوْ يَزِيدُونَ فَآمَنُوا فَمَتَّعْنَاهُمْ إِلَى حِينَ Allah said, Allah said, we sent him to his people of a hundred, over a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand or more. There she said it was 120,000, and they believed. They all believed. So we gave them 
enjoyment of life for a time. So how did his people believe, you might be asking? How did that happen? How did they believe after they rejected him and he had to leave and all of that? And subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Yunus, at the ayah number 98, فَلَوْلَا كَانَتْ قَرْيَةٌ آمَنَتْ فَلَفَعَهَا إِيمَانُهَا إِلَّا قَوْمَ يُونُسِ لَمَّا آمَنُوا كَشَفْنَا عَنْهُمْ كَشَفْنَا عَنْهُمْ عَذَابَ الْخِزِي فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَمَتَّعْنَاهُمْ إِلَى حِينَ Allah said they then has there not been a city that believed so its faith benefited it except the people of Jonah, Yunus. When they believed we were removed from them the punishment of disgrace and the worldly life and gave them enjoyment for a time. Now Qatada Rahimahullah said that uh, explaining this ayah, there was not one single nation that believed after they saw the punishment upon them except for the people of Yunus. What he was referring to here is that all the nations of the past, when they refuse to believe and the punishment is already upon them, it is too late. Their repentance uh, and their uh, uh, belief, their faith at that point that is no, it is of no avail. Does not help them at all. But the people of Jonah, Funus, were the exception. After their prophet went missing, and they saw that the punishment was coming close to them, then Allah threw repentance in their hearts. So they wore all the modest clothes, the ripped clothes. They separated between their animals and their young. They worshipped Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Made supplications to Him for 40 days. And when Allah saw sincerity in their hearts and repentance and regret from what they had done in the past, Allah removed His punishment from them and they, subhanAllah, uh, they, uh, He removed that punishment as He was already upon them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always accept the ones that repent to Him as long as death did not take them over. Uh, and, and, or the sun had not risen, has not risen from the West. So my dear listeners, uh, the stories of the Quran are full of wisdom and benefit to the believers. And there are certainly tremendous lessons in the stories of the prophets and the messengers, and there's tremendous lessons in the story of Jonah, Yunus, alayhi salam. I will mention a few of them very briefly. Number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always brings ease for his servants after hardship. And number two, uh, the piety of good deeds in the time of ease will be there for you uh, in the time of hardship. Just like an investment. You do righteous deeds, you do the right thing, then in the time, this is the time of ease, when hardships when hardship hits you, uh, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will return that favor and he, uh, he will be there for you. And obviously, we don't do Allah any favors. This is just a figure of speech. Allah, we don't do him any favors. All of the things that we do, whatever we're in, that is a favor from him, actually. Uh, number three, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is close to his believing servants. He answers their invocation. Allah is merciful with, uh, with uh, Allah Ta'ala said in the Surah Al-Baqarah وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَاتِ Allah 
a translation of them, this ayah. And if my servants ask you regarding me, say, I am close by. I am very near. And I answer the, the uh, invocation of the supplicants. Uh, so let them, let them respond to my call. And let them believe in me so that they will be guided. Number four, Allah is merciful with his servants. Even in the time of punishment, he brings them some ease and he appeases their pain. Number five, uh, this shows you the immense power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His complete control of, uh, of all of his creation, his dominance and uh, control over all of his creation. Uh, this We're talking about a predatory giant fish that swallows the man whole, but does not kill him, nor does it consume his body. Meaning that Allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala is in complete control of all of his creation. The uh, number six, the believer uh, the believers in general, they pay for the majority of their sins in the life of this world. So when you find someone who's really a true believer but he's sick or He's struggling or he's having a hard time. Basically, uh, this is from the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing uh, his believing servants in a way it's a way for him to cleanse them from their sins uh, when they come to him on the day of judgment there without any sin on them. And number seven, Patience is required when you are making, when you're calling others to the uh, to the, the way of your Lord Subhanahu Wa Taala. When you call people to Allah, you have to be very, very patient. And that's why Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said, uh, Allah Taala said to His Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi be patient and do not be like the man of the fish. I mean, do not lose patience like." Yunus uh, Jonah did. And number eight, to always remember to make supplication uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the time of hardship. And the supplication is La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-dhalimi. You make that supplication, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove any hardship from you. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimin. It comes to us in this hadith as well. Hadith was collected by Imam Ahmed and others. And I, it was a long conversation, a long incident that took place with Sa'ad and Uthman ibn Affan. Basically Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas came to, to the mosque, to the masjid and Uthman was sitting there and he said, Salaamu Alaikum, Uthman did not answer, did not uh, uh, answer the salam, the greeting of peace, while he was actually looking at him, he saw him. So uh, uh, Sa'ad went to Umar ibn Khattab, who was the Khalifa back then, and said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, I went and saw Uthman, he looked at me, and he did not answer my greeting of peace, my salam. So uh, Umar came to Uthman and said, why didn't you answer? The, the, your brother just uh, greeted you and he did not answer. Uh, Uthman said, by Allah, I did not see him. It turns out that he was preoccupied because of, he said, because of a supplication that Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was about to tell them, but the Bedouin came in and the Prophet got busy with him. He did not tell them the supplication. But Sa'ad said to him, don't worry because I followed him when he was going to his house, I mean, he's talking about the Prophet, peace be upon him, and I, was, I did not want to call him and be rude, so I was stomping my feet so he would not notice my presence, and he turned around and said, who, what is it? So, uh, Sa'ad said, yeah, no messenger of Allah, nothing, nothing, except there's a supplication you were about to tell us, but you got busy with the Bedouin, and you did not tell us, so Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, yes, indeed, 
It is the supplication of the noon, the man of the fish, while he was in the belly of the fish. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min There is no deity except you. Exalted, exalted are you. Indeed, I have been from the wrongdoers. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, goes on to say, no believer makes the supplication except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him what he asked for. So this is, uh, in a nutshell, the Islamic perspective of the story of Jonah and the whale, or Jonah and the fish, uh, this tremendous and noble prophet and messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that find him, found himself in a very tough situation because he did not uh, follow the instructions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the T. As they say, he made the mistake of leaving without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that, that caused him trouble. But it was a learning experience for him and for all the believers that came after him that you should always obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what he uh, uh, what he uh, what he gives us from his orders and stay away from his prohibitions and we should always uh, make supplications to him in the time of hardship and subhanallah uh, if and of course uh, if we make supplications to him all the time then, then he will accept our supplication in the time of hardship may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you and I from the ones that benefit from the signs from the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you and I from the ones that when they hear the speech they follow the best of it and by the way our dear listeners this show inshallah ta'ala with the will of Allah will take place every Thursday at the same time between 1 o'clock at 2 o'clock, we will bring you the Islamic perspective of things. This is Islam and I'm your host, uh, Imam Saad Slawi, uh, the Imam of the ISPC Islamic Society of Benalas County, calling you live from the beautiful city of St. Petersburg. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep you and I, you and I strong in faith. Uh, wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.